Welcome to Real Health, Real People. I'm Heather Crawford. And I'm Sarah Frappier. And we're here to talk about real health for real people. Is it over? Yeah. I can't feel my tongue. My lips. <laughs> my lips are numb. <laughs> Tingly. No, really, they are. I know. It's so strange. We are in the middle of an experiment. We are. You're going to journey with us live <laughs> as we take this psychedelic... <laughs> psychedelic trip. <laughs> trip. I don't know that it's that severe, but we did just take a... What was it? Six ounces. So yeah. like what they would call in the kava bars a shell. Yes. A shell of kava. Kava. Also known as intoxicating pepper. Mm. Or some people just call it kava kava. Awa. Awa or awa. We're <laughs> mm-hmm. not sure how it's pronounced. Um, but it is a beverage that is gaining wide popularity. Yeah. They even have special kava bars. I saw that they were like all over Florida. Oh my gosh, they're packed. It hasn't made it to Tennessee yet, the bars. No, the bars haven't. But they are all up and down southern the and coast, eastern Florida. Yeah. And in St. Petersburg, for sure. Because when I went down to Florida, I went to one called Kava Sutra. Mm, ooh, I like that yeah. name. And it was very like tiki, hippie, yeah. like Pacific Island. Because that's actually where this extract comes from is a plant native to the western pacific islands yes. am i speaking properly because seriously i, I can't because <laughs> my lips are like it's, it's just like i don't know like it's like the very beginning of when you get numb at the dentist like you're not numb yet you can talk but it's like you just kind you of can tell you had that shot in your mouth yeah so basically it's um it's a very popular social drink in south pacific and the word kava refers both to the plant and the beverage, which is produced from its roots. Right. And so what we actually got was a pre-prepared right, yeah, yeah, yeah. kava root. It was already made into the paste. Into like, powdery. yeah, it's like a powdery Powder, yeah. paste that we then just use kind of like instant yeah. coffee mix. You just put it in water, shake it up. Yeah. And then drink it. And the result looks like muddy puddle water it does like it's not an appetizing looking drink that's no for sure. it it is not it looks like like we went outside after a rain and like dipped a cup dipped a cup the, into the a mud, mud puddle, puddle. <laughs> it did it was like this pale brownish with like some sediment yeah. floating about i know we're making it sound very appealing yes super appealing. very appealing and so the first time i ever tried kava was in florida at mm-hmm. a kava bar called kava sutra and they call them shells and it was like happy hour because people go to this like people would go to a normal bar right and they like hang out and chill but it's, just side note it's non-alcoholic it's non-alcoholic right it's not it's not um like classified as any kind of a drug or right. narcotic or banned in the u.s or anything like that but people will go to these kava bars and hang out, and I guess you would like a coffee shop. Yeah. And so my friend's like, oh, try it. And I was looking at it going, I'm not drinking what mud water. First of all, I'm not drinking. Second of all, I'm not going to pay to drink mud water. And they were like, no, it's good. And the reason, though, that these things are so popular is because it's supposed to be relaxing. Right. 
it's got relaxative Relax. properties. So I remember I tried it and they made a very, it was very ceremonial. Like they put yeah. it in this special shell and they put like a pineapple wedge on it, which is I guess to help you oh, not taste the, I know I totally have a pineapple sitting downstairs well, too. on round two we'll do it. On round two. So they were like, they have this, I don't even remember it. There was like this little chant that they all did yeah. and everyone's like, yeah, you kind of like cheers it and then you you drink it. And I drank mine as fast as I could because right. I was like, I'm not sipping socially <laughs> on some mud water. Mud water. And I will say though that that time, the only thing I noticed was that the same thing, my lips the were tingly. tingly. My lips were tingly and just like just now just we today. took it my lips are tingly. Well, it's it said that it's been used socially and ceremonially for hundreds of years in Hawaii, Fiji, and Tonga, and all three of those places are places I want to be. Yeah. So let's go to there. Right. <laughs> let's go to there and, and ceremonially drink, drink kava. some kava. <laughs> um and also a lot of what I read was you feel a lot more of the effects after um dose number 2. So you're going to be hanging out with us today as we feel dose number one. And we'll take a quick break and, and then come we'll pause back. It, and then we'll come back because <laughs> we're going to do number a dose number two. Because I'm also super confused because it says you're going to feel a heightened sense of focus, yet relaxation. Yes. <laughs> so that's what it's actually used for, you know, in these ceremonies and things like in the islands. It's, it has a very calming effect. Right. And they produce, it, it's supposed to produce wave changes. They've studied wave changes similar to changes that occur with calming medications, such as like Valium, which mm. is diazepam. Yeah, yeah. Um, they say it can relax your muscles. And we're going to be all loosey. Yeah, we're just. But it said, like, unlike alcohol, like, it keeps your thoughts clear. So, you know, alcohol is obviously depressant and relaxing, but. It, in the same time, you're losing your mind. So <laughs> Yeah, it says, when taken for anxiety or stress, does not interfere with mental sharpness, can be taken to relieve pain. Hmm. Um, taken for sleep problems, kava promotes deep sleep without affecting restful REM sleep. So we're also hoping we don't fall asleep in this podcast. Well, maybe we'll just sleep really well tonight. I think that we'll I get, will. Like, super good sleep. I also read that um, it can help menopausal mood swings, y'all. Ooh, yeah, I guess if you're, like, zenning out. Yeah. Like, sipping You don't have those crazy menopause swings. Yeah. But um, the way it's prepared is it's just basically, from my understanding, just they grind up the roots, right? Right. I mean, they don't put anything else in it. It's just take this plant. Yep. I'm assuming wash it and, like, grind it up into... Yeah, so it said... Traditionally, it's prepared by placing this ground-up root and the stem, so they use the whole thing, into a porous sack. (laughs) (laughs) And then they submerge the sack in water. (laughs) And don't they knead the sack? And then they have to squeeze and knead the sack (laughs) over and over until the... It's like juice. So that's where the mud water yes. comes from. So, be, and so, they do it in like a they have it in like a carved wooden bowl traditionally, and then like Sarah said, they use usually a coconut half shell to just dip it out like a ladle, and that's what they serve. And it. that's what they serve it in. Yeah. yeah. So it is very like island Pacific yeah. tiki. We aren't cool. We didn't have cool little shells, but but well, you'll see the the picture yes. that we took of the bag. It came in this very cool little. Yeah, like, I think mesh we definitely got a good one bag. Yeah, we were trying to research because apparently you can get some 
fake stuff out there that doesn't do that anything. That is not exactly, I guess, from actual yeah. kava plants. Because they even have them with, you can get them with certificates of authenticity mm-hmm. actually showing that it came from yeah. the islands and they have specific We didn't pay for kava. that, but... <laughs> no, we didn't. We're not all that nonsense. But, um, yeah, so it's it's just plant. There's nothing added. We're not, you know... Over here doing drugs. I don't want you guys to get the wrong idea. <laughs> Sarah and I are doing some psychedelic drugs. And we're eating some kava. <laughs> or drinking it, rather. Um, but in addition to calming anxiety, stress, restlessness, sleeping, they also have been shown to have some usefulness um, in ADHD. Yes, I read that too. And you could imagine if... Like it's described, it calms you down right. while increasing focus. <sighs> you could see how that would be really yeah. good for ADHD or attention Absolutely. problems. Um, as well as people that may be withdrawing from benzodiazepine drugs. So mm-hmm. people that may be going through withdrawals. Yep. Because um, it affects the same brain patterns. People with epilepsy, depression, migraines, headaches, chronic fatigue syndrome... Um, another claim about helping with um, respiratory tract infections and even UTIs. Nice. Yeah. Ooh, this one says increasing sexual desire. Mm, that's always good. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> this could get real interesting. <laughs> Let's go have that second shot. No, i <laughs> Maybe we are getting relaxed. We're getting a little, <laughs> <Who knows? laughs> getting a little free speech and free with our speech. <laughs> We're going to keep it clean, though. No explicit ratings. No. We'll keep it clean. Oops. <laughs> I just opened. She's opening her. <laughs> that was my kombucha, y'all. <laughs> Making weird noises. They may not have even heard it. Okay, good. I think about that all the time when we're all like, oh, sorry. And we apologize for noises that no one can hear that through the podcast. I know. The scientists obviously, you know, look at, well, what is going on with this plant? And actually, there are six bioactive components that they have called um, cavalactones, which are, you know, chemical structures similar to lactones and pyrones that are responsible for their neurological effects. So these are, there's like these six active compounds and um, you can, if you Google search, you can like look up the chemical structures and everything, but they believe those are the compounds that are actually affecting the pathways in the brain. And they've actually done a lot of research. Like I found a lot, a lot, a lot of clinical studies. There is a substantial amount of research in very reputable journals done over the past decade showing about the effects of kava. Well, there was a um, 2004 study that found that 300 milligrams of kava may improve mood and cognitive performance. And that's significant because some pres- prescription drugs used to treat anxiety, like like you were saying, Valume, Xanax, those, those they tend to decrease cognitive function while, while creating relaxation. Right. So that's exciting. Yes, that goes along with, um, I use this um, website called examine.com and it compiles like a vast library of research on each topic. And they found on just anxiety alone, over eight studies showing very high level 
of evidence against um, anxiety, treating non-psychotic anxiety. And those are in journals ranging from um, psychopharmacology, um, Journal of Affective Disorders, Phytomedicine, International Clinical Psychopharmacological Journal. (laughs) Gosh, that was a handful. Yeah. A mouthful, if you will. Um, All the way ranging from 2002 uh, through 2009. And we'll, of course, post all of our resources on our blog. But... um, There was also a high level of evidence supporting that it increases your well-being. Yeah, I was just, so this was a study I was looking at, and it it only had 75 participants, but um, they all had anxiety disorders, and it was a six-week double-blind trial. Sorry, (laughs) my tongue is like, (laughs) doesn't want to swallow as fast. (laughs) You're going to start drooling over here. Anyway, (laughs) so the... Their mood changes measured clinically with Hamilton Anxiety Rating Scale, if that means anything. doesn't to me. But, <laughs> but anyway, the results were that Kava's significantly improved the mood of individuals suffering generalized anxiety when compared to the placebo effect. Was that from the Human Psychopharmacology Journal in 2004? Was that the same one? Because I found Psychopharmacology, one... Psychopharmacology, yes. Yeah, because it. it said that, yeah, it enhanced cheerfulness. Yes. I like that description. They said it enhanced cheerfulness. Yeah. Oh, there is one study that said that... It was just one study, though, that said reaction time had slight decrease. I guess that would in, that would coincide with relaxation, though. Right, right. That your reaction time may not be, be slower. as on point. Right. Yeah, I did see... it Like... When you buy drugs over the counter, it's like don't operate a vehicle until like you know how machinery. this affects you. So same thing. Like obviously, don't take it for your first time and then go on a road trip. <laughs> Wait until you yeah. see <laughs> how it affects you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drinking a very strongly blended kava tea right, right. before your trip to Grandma <laughs> and Grandpa's in Florida <laughs> might not be advised. Exactly. <laughs> um. A marked decrease in symptoms of aggression was in one study following kava ingestion. So, yeah, this study showed that there was a decrease in aggression. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I liked this, too. In this one study, um, it said subjects in this trial did not experience addictive or withdrawal effects after stopping kava. So that's also something good because, obviously, if you're drinking something that's causing you to have this focus and relaxation it seems like you might be like oh okay i gotta do this every day but so that was an exciting study just showing that they did not experience addictive or withdrawal effects yeah i that on most of the studies i read too they yeah the key these kivalactones weren't binding onto various receptors in the brain and parts of the brain and mainly in the amygdala but it does not create any feeling of dependency right but this same study says kava significantly increased females' sexual drive compared to placebo. Yeah, that's what that. Yeah, not the males, just the females. Females, interesting. <laughs> so as we can see, and by our personal, I guess, experience just now, yes. effects are pretty immediate in yeah. terms of immediately you get that like tingling in your lips and your tongue, and then they say that. Within 20 minutes, you can start feeling these like relaxation effects that can last anywhere for up to two and a half hours, and some people can feel them for up to eight hours. Well, it's probably been about 20 minutes now. 
Oh, it has. So we should take our brief pause and go take yeah. our... Do you feel more relaxed right now? I can't tell, Heather. I'm always relaxed. <laughs> That's not true at all. I feel like I can feel the front of my brain. <laughs> I feel like... Can you feel your amygdala? <laughs> but yeah, let's take a pause. We're going to go do shot number two. All right. Please enjoy the music while your party is reached. We're back. We're back and tingly again. A whole new numbness. <laughs> I have to say it did not taste any better the hmm, second no, time. It still tastes like dirt. Yeah. Like beets, only worse. Because they're liquefied. It's actually not worse than beets. I think beets are still worse. Yeah. And so we did try to slice, we sliced pineapple yeah. and then tried to eat the pineapple afterwards but because of the numbing effect yes. on the tongue, we couldn't really taste the pineapple as much as it we want. It was so sad. Because I was expecting delicious sweet pineapple taste. And and then it was just, yeah, very dull. Like, you could tell you were eating pineapple, but there was no, like, sweet yumminess. I could, like, biting my tongue right She's now. making really <laughs> weird faces at me right now. <laughs> oh, if you could only see what her face is doing. <laughs> But yes. Anyway, so where we left off, we said, yeah, that research shows Kaba does not exhibit loss of effectiveness over time, no evidence of development of tolerance or resistance. I don't think we talked about the loss, to, loss or the effectiveness. Yeah, very little likelihood of addiction in normal doses. Yeah, so basically, like a lot of things, like if you take it, you have to take more and more and more of it right, to get to the, same, the effect. same effect. With this, there's no loss of effectiveness over time. And there's no Sweet. evidence of development of tolerance or resistance. So basically that means you could take the same amount awesome. indefinitely and get the same effect. It's not like, oh, well, I have this much kava one time and I have to have right. more and more and more and more and more. That's good because I don't think you ever get used to the taste. <laughs> no, I don't think so. There was one thing that kava has been kind of battling or people have implicated it in and that is with toxicity to the liver yes i saw that when i googled is kava safe in past years um it's been implicated in being a hepatotoxin basically toxic to the liver and actually has been in early years basically banned in Let's see where. European countries, Australia, Canada. It was actually, like, banned and prohibited. Right. Many regulatory agencies had legal precautionary principles to mandate and prohibit the sale, supply, or import of the most derivative medicinal products of kava. Even in Switzerland, France, Germany, Netherlands. But not in the U.S. Well, not surprising. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Um, but recently this association has come under intense review and most of the reported case studies where kava root was suspected in causing hepatotoxicity. I they, like that word. Hepatotoxicity. <laughs> of the 82 cases studied between 1990 and 2002, 20 were com found can be to be completely unrelated to kava. Seven, doubtfully related to kava. 31 did not have sufficient evidence to suspect kava. 21 were basically confounded, basically um, related to co-ingested medications. Right. So other medications were present. 
and only five were reasonably related to Kava. Yeah, it said, based on reported cases, the estimated frequency of clinically apparent liver injury due to Kava is less than one in one million daily doses. Right. So. So, at a safe usage of Kava, which it's difficult for them to determine exactly because because it comes from plants and there yeah. can be some different strains with slightly different chemical composition, testing for toxicity can be a little more complicated. But the range safe usage of kava is doses around 200-300 milligrams of these basically cavalactones in these concentrated extracts. Yeah. So at these, you know, safe dosages they have not really found a clinically significant evidence of any sort of hepatotoxicity. Mm-hmm. I love that word. <laughs> so so far, it sounds like the ideal, um, the ideal thing. Like you're not getting there's you're not going to get addicted. You don't need more and more. It doesn't damage your liver. It's like why drink alcohol? Drink kava. Right. Well, and that's a lot of thing. I know that a lot of people that may have relied on alcohol in the past and they no longer drink alcohol or say, well, I can, you know, have a nice glass of kava or shell of kava, cup of kava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, To get, you know, kind of that calming effect that, you know. So that's exciting, though, that because the liver thing was the first thing that came up when I searched for kava, but it seems to be, you know, not the case. Yeah. Something else, though, I found. Um, this one says kava may turn you into a fish. Did you see that? No. <laughs> it's like, not really. But one noted side effect of long-term, heavy, consistent consumption was a development of a scaly skin rash known as dermopathy. Oh. Yeah. So you can have, like, a skin reaction? Yeah. It said... There's a couple of hypotheses concerning its cause, but some speculate it may be the result of interference with cholesterol metabolism. Mm. Um, niacin deficiency, which can cause skin changes, has also been examined. Another idea is that certain meta- metabolites bind to skin proteins and cause an immune response. But regardless, it's only associated, again, with like heavy, prolonged use. And as soon as you stop using, um, it was reversible. Oh, okay. So it's not like a permanent... Right. So basically, it's kind of like an allergic reaction, I guess. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're ingesting a lot, again, you know, saying that the two to 300 milligrams of the extracts are what's typically being studied right now in, like, human trials and everything. Oh, so uh, we we were joking earlier about, you know, don't take it and then go on a road trip until you see how it affects you. But there's actually a study. um, Does a medicinal dose of kava impair driving? So that was... A fun study to read. So a randomized, placebo-controlled, double-blind study. They used a driving simulator, not an actual car. They had 180 milligram doses of water extracted cavalactones. Yeah, cavalactones. Yes. Um, And the results were um, visual analog subscale of alertness. That's what they used to measure. Okay, yes. It showed no significant difference between kava used at medicinal qualities and placebo when driving a motor motor vehicle simulator. Oh, well, that's good. Yes. But that probably goes back to the, like, heightened attention and focus. Like, you might, your reaction time might be a little bit less, like they said, but, like, you're so focused that If you're, you're paying attention. Right. 
rather than, you know, like people that go texting and driving right. and aren't even paying attention to the oh road. Oh my gosh. And like you can see them just like the textures drifting like lane to lane and I'm not perfect. I do it sometimes. <laughs> and like I can feel myself like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I need to pay attention yeah. to the road. Well, and it's probably good they did that study for people in driving is because like I said, right. Florida is covered in these, With these bars. cava bars. Right. And, you know, so you figure people go, they hang out, they lounge around, they drink their kava, and then they go home, Mm -hmm. you know. And Florida was actually looking into legislation to see if they needed to start regulating and monitoring um, these kava bars. And I know that there are people, you know, on both sides of the fence, like, oh, we should regulate this, and no, we need to put an age limit on this, and all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. Because as it stands right now... To my knowledge, there isn't any kind of, like, age restriction or, you know. Right. I mean, I just went on Amazon and ordered it. Yeah, because it's just a a root extra. I mean, it's be like buying turmeric. Right. Or ginger. Exactly. I mean, it's basically ground up Only those two things taste good. (laughs) Yeah. Ginger definitely tastes good. Well, Heather was saying, because you know of our deep love of beets, that it does. It tastes like beets. Yeah. Like, just dirt. It does taste like dirt. So, so what we're hoping to see in the next, you know, little bit is, is it worth it? Is it worth drinking dirt? <laughs> like, are the effects worth it? I don't know. I'm feeling chilled out. Chillaxed. Chillaxed. I don't know. Watch, we'll listen to this back and we'll be talking really slow. Really slow. slow. And we, we think we're <laughs> we talking normal right now. And then we're all like, so, Kava. Mm. No, I, I mean, I feel good. Yeah. But I don't feel. I, I mean, know. it's not like I'm intoxicated yeah, or no. anything. No, we're just our normal goofy selves. Yeah. But yeah, I guess... I, I feel like I should, like, write a paper or something, though, to see if I'm, like, really focused. Like, just hyper... Yeah. Hyper-focused. We should start researching for our next podcast. The next one right now. And get some <laughs> really good research time in. But no, I definitely think I could feel... Definitely just kind of, like... No, I do feel relaxed. Relaxed. Yeah. and But you relax me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> made me giggle a lot <laughs> uh, sometimes i wish you could see our faces when we're recording these things i'm also interested to see how we sleep tonight because it's that to will be interesting with, like, deep REM sleep deep yeah it's but not supposed to negatively affect it's right. actually supposed to assist so that'll be interesting so people that maybe need stuff to help them sleep mm-hmm. this could be a good thing to try and i would really like to see one of the traditional kava ceremonies me too like in the pacific islands i where think they we actually, have to go there we're gonna have to go so we're gonna start a um go, go fund me account me. <laughs> send feather and sarah yes. to the islands so we yes. can do more intense kava research we will come to you with a live video if you send us there so that you can be present in our ceremony yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do this for you for you it's right. for the people it's not for us we're not selfish like no that. of it's course totally not for you. it's all for the research <laughs> i'm pretty sure that there are scientists that that do that they're like we have to go study this oh, rare right? flower in the middle of this beautiful rainforest yeah i feel like we need to find that and they get subject. grant money and they yeah. go on these elaborate vacations. Oh, did you hear um, a group of scientists accidentally created Crayola, Crayola's new crayon color this week? No. It was just like a bunch of chemists that were doing something, and I heard on the radio earlier, like just mixing a bunch of stuff together and like created a new color. 
What color is it? I mean, you can't even tell me because it's a new color. It is. What is it like? I don't know what they... Well, I got out of the car before it was over, but I was like, oh, I should tell Sarah. Oh, (laughs) and down goes her pop filter again. (laughs) I blame the kava. This thing will be the death of me. Oh, now it's fixed. We even switched today, too, I think. I know. I have the better one. All right. Well... (laughs) I think I hit it. Clearly, you're, clearly, you're not calm enough, I'm not ma'am. Cal- I'm. I don't. I mean, I can feel like calm, like, but it doesn't feel like like if I have a glass of wine, like it's immediately like calming. Yeah. But this said, it'll take like twenty or thirty minutes. So, it's true. We'll wait and see. We'll report back on our blog. We will. Another minor study I saw was that um, one study noted a reduction in blood pressure. So yeah. I don't know. We might have opened a controversial topic on this one, though. Right. A plant that has relaxing, right? calming effects. <laughs> becoming really popular, but hmm. we're not sure the government might try to regulate it. <laughs> I don't know. We have might have walked ourselves into a bee's Uh-oh. nest with this one. <laughs> it's becoming really huge, and I will not be surprised if kava bars made their way up to Nashville. Why don't we open one? Oh my gosh, we'd be bajillionaires. Right? We'd be the only one. We would be the only one. <sighs> dun, dun, dun. Great, now we just gave everyone else the idea. Do not steal that. Patent pending. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. Patent pending on our new venture. Maybe, well, we'll, we'll discuss this further. <laughs> we'll discuss offline. <laughs> we don't want to give away any trade secrets. First-hand Kava experience. And you heard it here first. You were with us on our Kava journey. That's right. When we listen to this played back, we'll see how we sound. (laughs) And we might be bajillionaires soon with our new Kava bar in Nashville. We might be. I'm telling you. If only we had money to invest. We're going to be starting another GoFundMe (laughs) account. (laughs) So invest in our Kava business. And send us to the Pacific Islands. And also that. We're going to have like 20 GoFundMes by the time this podcast is over. Pod GoFundMe's for everything. Or if you just want to sponsor the podcast, you could totally hit us up at realhealthrealpeople at gmail.com. Send those comments, questions. Check us out on all social media platforms. Yes. Check out realhealthrealpeople.com where you can find links to all of our sources. Yes, and all the behind the scenes awesome. Fun pictures of us in our Sunday best. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's Monday. Yeah. Basically. We kind of look like... Um, Big hot messes? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least I'm clean. I just am I wearing am like the dirtiest, scrubbiest clothes ever. Yeah, I took a shower. Well, that's gold star for you today. It is. <laughs> it doesn't happen every day. <laughs> <laughs> Caught you on a good day. So, thank you as always for spending your time with us. We love being here with you. Yeah, I'm giving Kava two thumbs up. Me too. I like it. Somehow I feel compelled to say groovy, man. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, peace out. Peace. (laughs) We should have been funnier.